Mix them up, twist them up, put them in the blender. Switching sides, characters, sometimes I'm switching genders. One story out after two stories enter. Random tandem, fandom generator. A tragedy, a comedy, or maybe it's a horror. Doesn't matter either way, the story make it chortle. Anything can hit you, it's just how you work it. That's what you get out of stable universes. Use this mic in a long time. This is like back to old school and Sable Universe's days. I know, except I'm here and yeah, I'm here. That's the only yeah. thing. God, I miss Evan. I miss Evan too. Where'd he go? He's in London, but not the good London, the bad London. Oh, England. Yeah, gross. <laughs> Hell. Hello and welcome to Unstable Universes, the podcast where we ruin two of your favorite fandoms at once. I'm Alana Hopper, and today my guest host with me is... Luke Peters. I'm so glad you said your name because honestly I'd forgotten. Pew, 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 pew. Shots are being fired. Before we get too into it, let oh. me explain to our listeners what this podcast actually is. Oh, yeah, I have no idea. So this is the podcast where we randomly generate a fanfiction crossover. So we get two fandoms and a tag. We take a week to write those. Maybe we get some write-ins. This week we definitely didn't because our prompts were not the most exciting. I thought they were great. Yeah, I'm glad you did. I feel like they were <laughs> the most teen... Vogue, they could be. Yeah, I think that's fair. So, for those of you wondering, our fandoms last week were Danny Phantom, Jonas Brothers, and a Cafe AU. Alternate universe. Yeah, so you're right. It is very Teen Vogue. Yeah. Like, can you not I'm going to submit like, mine to Teen Vogue. Can you? Why not? They're probably gonna put me on a blacklist. And then... But don't you want to work for Teen Vogue? What was that company you wanted to work for? Temptress? Reductress. <laughs> it's like the anti-Cosmo, though. It's like the Onions equivalent. I don't think that's true. I think they take themselves very seriously. I think, is it all satire? It's all satire. Oh my god, I've been reading it like it's real. <laughs> oh no. I sent so many angry letters. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Shall we jump? Wait, you never told me how your fix went. Oh, um, it was okay. <laughs> I felt like I didn't commit as much as I did the last one. Oh. Okay. Like, I committed to an idea more than the shows. Like, I knew what I wanted to have happen, and I used the shows to do that instead of, I know these shows, I wonder what's going to happen. Mm. I was very Danny Phantom heavy. Ah. Which is weird, because I don't know Danny Phantom very well. And I've been to a Jonas Brothers concert. Ooh, which one? I think it was like the Burning Up tour or something. Ooh, it was the one tour. where they used the Jonas jizz and they sprayed the audience with like foam out of like these big things. That Couldn't they, like, you use a different term for it? The uh, Jonas jizz? The Jonas jizz. <laughs> the Jizzness the Brothers. Nice. No, it wasn't. <laughs> but yeah... So I focused on Danny Phantom, because Danny Phantom's a pretty procedural show. Yeah. The thing is, like, they show up, a ghost comes over from the parallel universe, they have to stop the ghost. Oh, there's no ghosts in mine. Oh. 
Yeah. I have 18 ghosts in mine. God dang it. Hers is four pages long. Yeah. Mine ended up being pretty long, and Luke's is like 700 words. 800. Thank you very Ooh, much. Okay. Wait, let me double- you see, that's an acceptable amount. Like 767. Uh, can I write? Can I get it to 800 right now? Yeah, do it real quick. Just right. He came and came and came and that's came. That's already the end of the story. <laughs> For 50 words. No, the literal last phrase is he ghosted Everett. Okay. Oh, no. Yeah, no, he didn't. It's a very family friendly, sexy fic. I don't even think I have a single swear in mine. Fuck. All right. Not Neither one of I. those. Neither do I. <laughs> also, in yours, do you hate on Kevin? Oh, I have bitch. Is bitch that's a swear? Fine. No, that's fine. Uh, do you hate on Kevin in yours, of too? Of course I do. Kevin's the worst. <laughs> There's not a lot of Kevin bashing. I feel like I, I bash people a lot in my fix, but it wasn't like the whole joke wasn't like, oh, they hate Kevin just over and over and over and over. Mm-hmm. Which I'm proud of, because it was, like, something I wanted to do, and I was like, no, that's not going to be good content. Yeah. So, I have quality content this time. <laughs> Jeez. No, mine's trash. Yeah, honestly. I feel like it's always. I think it's the random tandem trash bag. Fandoms. Fandoms. Ooh, rebrand. Okay, let's hop right into the fix. Hopper right into them? I don't know what my title is. Give it right now. Um. Do you want me to give you three episode titles of Danny Phantom and then you get one? No. I think that, okay. I just want to call it something basic, like Amity whatever cafe. What did I call it? Should I open it up? No, it's fine. I got it. Amity Park Cafe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, let's just so do Amity called? Park Cafe. This is Amity Park Cafe. Or should we ca- do Haunting at the Amity Park Cafe? Oh my god. Let's do Haunting. Haunting at the Amity Park Cafe. The hallowed and haunted walls of Casper High School were buzzing with activity. It was Taco Tuesday, which meant everyone was rushing to secure their spot in line. Everyone except for Sam Manson and Danny Fenton. Thanks for eating lunch with me. It's so frustrating that they have all these meat in their in all their tacos. What about the ultra-recyclo vegetarians? Are we supposed to just starve? Sam asked angrily as she pulled two paper bags full of kale from her backpack. God damn it. She seems like the kind of person I definitely don't want to hang out with. Yeah. <laughs> she handed one of them to her boyfriend. Ooh. Yeah, they date. Who took it hesitantly. He could tell Sam was worked up about something, and he was not down to listen to her rant the entire lunch period. He looked half-heartedly for Tucker. God, this guy's a dick. <laughs> but- what do you mean? I feel like a lot of the time he just doesn't understand what she's talking about. 100%. So he's just kind of like, okay, where's Tucker? <laughs> yeah, Tucker's great. But honestly, there's no safe place for us goths anymore. I went into this fair trade organic coffee shop today and they tried to kick me out because I'm a human. They were like, get dead or get lost. Can you believe that? (laughs) Danny nodded his head absently. He was thinking about all the tacos he was missing out on. (laughs) And the worst part is they tried to kill me without my consent. It was unbelievable. I'm never going back there again, Sam continued. Wait, what? Danny asked. The words of Sam's rant finally started to click together from meaning in his tiny brain. 
they attacked you? I think I think I'm hating more on Danny Phantom than I am on Kevin. I know. It's weird. I like Danny Phantom. <laughs> there was a poll on the Danny Phantom wiki, and it was like, who's your favorite character in Danny Phantom? And he had like 60% of the votes because nobody else is focused on or developed in the show. <laughs> Some people were like, my favorite's Bag Ghost. He had, like, three votes out of 3,000. He's good. I like bad ghosts. <laughs> Wait, what? Danny asked the words of Sam Ferrant finally starting to click together from meaning into his tiny brain. They attacked you? Yeah. It's lucky you got, I got a lot of hardcore raves, so they may have scared me enough to stop my heart. It looked like a ton of people that actually been killed recently since Mr. Lancer was there, Sam replied. Nice reference. Thanks. Danny's mouth hung open in horror. That's why Mr. Lancer wasn't in class today? I'm sorry, Sam, but I have to go. He quickly gathered up his things and headed to his bike. Um, it's the corner of Amity and Emilton. I think that's something you should know, Sam screamed after him as Danny gave her the thumbs up as he pedaled away. Chapter break. Nice. The Amity Park Cafe looked normal from the outside. A flashing neon light indicated that they were open. Danny stepped off his bike and went ghost. Uh, the camera panned around him in a circle as his hair turned white and his spandex suit magically appeared. He was ready to go undercover. He was ready to go undercover. Oh my god. Da, da, da. Doom, 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 boom, doom, 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 doom. This is bad. <laughs> I'm kidding. It's great. Uh, inside the cafe looked normal, except for all the patron staff were translucent. Three similarly handsome young baristas greeted Danny as the tinkling of the bell signified his arrival. Welcome. What can we get you? Asked the most handsome of the three. He flashed a brilliantly shiny smile. Could I get a fair trade coffee, please? Black, Danny replied as he surveyed the cafe. There were about 15 patrons sitting around, some reading the paper while others worked on their screenplays. Like a the, fair trade coffee yeah, shop? Yeah, no, I get like... it. It just hurts because I'm one of those people. <laughs> the least handsome of the baristas uh, got to work making Danny's coffee. The other two whispered among themselves, but it was really obvious they were talking about the younger, young goist, goist boy. Ghost. ghost boy? Is that how I spelled it? Yeah, like a Jewish ghost boy. <laughs> the ghost boy. But Danny did his best to ignore it. When they stood right next to each other like that, it was easy to tell they were brothers, if not twins. Here's your coffee, said the barista whose name tag read Kevin. He smiled but lacked the brilliance of his two co-workers. He was pretty forgettable. <laughs> Danny gathered up his coffee and sat down at the table in the back corner where he could properly sh stake the place out. The coffee grew cold as Danny sat and waited. He needed proof that they were hunting people before he could actually capture them. Instinctively, he felt for his backpack where his sucking device was concealed. <laughs> so you, you researched intersections in the Danny Fenton world phantom world but you couldn't figure <laughs> out what his machine is okay that's not a real intersection to start off oh with. i thought you went through the research of being like what is, what streets that are i couldn't find any so that's what i settled on oh my that's, god it's like elmerton is one of the towns and then amity's the town that they live in yeah. so i was like okay a tinkling at the front of the store made danny's head snap in that direction it was tucker 
Foley, dressed in his usual techno hacker outfit. He looked confused and overwhelmed. A solid man in an unsolid world. <laughs> Welcome, what can we get you? Smiled all three baristas. Danny noticed their smiles looked off now. There was something wrong. Um, stalled Tucker as he stared at their large menu boards. Danny watched the other patrons begin to notice their solid customer standing at the counter. One by one, they stood up and flowed eerily towards Tucker's turned back. I'll just get a venti iced water, Tucker finally decided. Instantly, 18 sets of eyes glowed red. This isn't a Starbucks, little boy, shouted the brothers in unison. Oh my god. It was then the customers spun around Tucker, catching him in a ghost tornado. A ghost nado, if you will. They ch- they chanted terrible, terrible things like, Your inability to keep your mouth shut hurts everyone around you, and girls don't like you because you're pretentious. <laughs> Tucker's not pretentious at all. Oh, is he not? I don't think so. He looks pretentious. He wears a beret, for fuck's sake. <laughs> at first, I described him as wearing an art hoe outfit, and then I realized that it wasn't a yellow turtleneck. And I had to change it to I was going to buy a yellow turtleneck. Yeah? Yeah. You want to be like Arthur? Yeah. Arthur's such an art hoe. Yeah, he is. <laughs> Girls don't like you because you're pretentious. Tucker screamed like a little bitch over and over again. Tucker's eyes scrunched shut and his hands pressed desperately in his ears to try and block out their hurtful words. Slowly, Tucker's hair began to turn white as his soul began to leave his body. That's when Danny jumped out of his seat and ran to his best friend's rescue. Sliding his backpack off his shoulder and tossing it to the nearest table, Danny pulled out the ghost suck-off device out of the largest pocket. (laughs) Get off my friend, you filthy ghosts, Danny screamed (laughs) as he turned the power switch to the on position and began to suck the ghosts off of Tucker. The patriots were sucked off left and right, and disappearance of one brought Tucker closer and closer to life. Danny had to hurry, though. The human could only go without their soul for so long. Once all the customers were safely stowed away in the ghost suck-off device, Danny pointed the sucker towards the barista brothers. They immediately began to hum. They floated up in a choreographed dance as the one known as Nick began to sing. I expect you to sing, Luke. <clears throat> <laughs> Called you for the first time yesterday Finally found the missing part of me His angelic features and cute curly hair left Danny speechless. His hands dropped down. He was immobilized by their siren song. That's how I feel whenever Nick sings to me. Yeah. Through my Spotify. It always feels like it's just for you. right? Right? Especially Love Bug. Honestly, the most iconic love song of all time. Ranked, yeah. (laughs) The two other baristas made their way over to Tucker, continuing to steal his soul. I I felt so close, but you were so far away. It's hard to sing it without, like, the beginning part of it. Anyways, sorry. Yeah. Um, The other two baristas made their way over to Tucker and continued to steal his soul. I felt so close to you, but you were so far away. Left me without anything to say. Danny, Danny was swaying the music now, although uh, all thoughts of sucking the ghost off of Tucker were forgotten. The only thing he could think of was the greatest love song of all time. <laughs> An aggressive tinkling made everyone look to the front door. In the threshold stood Sam, 
and an oversized 80s boombox perched on her shoulder. Have we listened to some real music, boys? yelled the hipster goth. She pressed play and the vibrations shook the entire cafe. <laughs> I, I see the face palm. <laughs> All my friends are heathens, take it slow. <laughs> Wait for them to ask you who you know. <laughs> came the shouts of the 21 pilot boys the heavy me- the heavy metal <laughs> flooded every inch of the coffee shop effectively drowning out the Jonas Brothers songs please don't make any sudden moves you, you don't, don't know, know the half of the, the abuse <laughs> the harsh and edgy music pulled Danny out of his trance and he pulled the ghost suck offer so it's a different name every time the ghost <laughs> suck offer and pointed directly at the well distinguished boy band you can't hold on anymore this is your final SOS hold on is a Jonas Brothers I song. know so is SOS I know for the people at home who can't see the italics <laughs> this is your final sos shouted danny as he sucked all the jonas brothers off at once (laughs) they disappeared into the ghost suck off device with a disgusting wet sucking noise can we hear that one more time Mm. how's that sound (laughs) that's gonna be my new ringtone when i call you yeah great It was just the three best friends standing now in the abandoned Amity Park Cafe. Thanks for saving me, guys, said Tucker, returning to his body. I didn't want to be one of those poor, unfortunate souls. Another Jonas Brothers reference. In italics. (laughs) In the ghost dimension. Don't thank me. We would have both been toast if it wasn't for Sam, smiled Danny. He looked to Sam with love, and she looked right back at him with the same expression. The end. (laughs) <laughs> how was that that was really good i like it a lot 21 pilots saved the day <laughs> okay. that's who they should have thanked sam should be should have been like no you guys shouldn't thank me you should thank 21 pilots for their fantastic edgy hardcore metal song heathens <laughs> that would have been a way better ending yep it's too late now <laughs> speaking of way better endings do you want to hear my fan fiction? I'd love to. Or do you want to read it to I'm our I'm reading awesome, it, yeah. To our, our, our awesome audience. <laughs> Here you go. Okay. And what is the title of this fan fiction, Luke? Don't ghost about your love life. Okay. <laughs> I thought that you had a title prepared. I'm very happy you didn't. No, that's the whole point of the show. Yeah, you're right. Don't ghost your love life. Yeah. By Luke. Danny walked into Bean Zone as the clock in Amity Park struck four. This was the time him and Sam hung out, or at least used to. It had been a few weeks since Danny and Sam had ended things, and it was starting to hit Danny that he would probably never see her again. He had put her in the ghost zone, and Danny hadn't gone ghost in a while, in fear of seeing her again. Danny hadn't gone to school in a while either, and spent most of the time he should have been at school in the new coffee shop. There were three brothers who worked there, and Danny was having very strange feelings towards them. He didn't understand. He had been in love with Sam, so he knew it wasn't love that he felt towards these brothers. 
but it seemed to be something else, like the feeling of going ghost. A pure jolt of energy coursed his body every time he saw them. Nick, the sweetheart, the guy you bring home to your parents. Outfits that look like they were pulled right from the pages of GQ. An amazing body that you just wanted to hold, and lips you would want to discover every inch of. Kevin, dot 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 dot. Nothing. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> so rude. Just keep going. It's so good. Did him dirty. <laughs> Joe, the bad boy. I didn't deserve. He would take you on a ride on his motorcycle so fast, but you knew you'd be safe because it was Joe driving. His leather jacket draped off of his perfectly toned body, even though he bought it at a thrift store in town. God, he would destroy me, tearing off my dot 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 dot. Hey, Danny, smiled Nick as he put down a cup of coffee in front of me. It took me a second to remember how to speak. Uh, Danny fumbled. I didn't order anything. He looked down at the espresso art in front of him. It was a ghost. How did Nick know? It was too late now. Danny would have to leave town and go on his own. Because you're like a ghost, said Nick, sensing that Danny was getting nervous. You're moody and cool and mysterious, and the mocha cocoa coffee is on the house. Danny almost let out a huge sigh of relief before Nick turned back and said, I know how to treat my favorite customer. He let out a sigh of relief after he'd made sure that Nick was out of earshot. God, he was amazing. Danny thought he had been through enough close calls with his own emotions, so he started to pack up his things. But then Joe came over, so he had to recompose himself. Hey, Dan. Danny shuddered. No one calls him Dan. <laughs> Joe just does what he likes and doesn't care. He loved it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how much I, I think I like this too much. <laughs> You're, like, inserting yourself into Danny Phantom's place, aren't you? No. <laughs> a bunch of us are having a party over here later. You should come. Danny stumbled over his words like a foreign language. Uh, I, I have to... Joe touched Danny's shoulder. I'll see you then. <laughs> Chapter break. Chapter break. Danny ran back to the coffee shop. He would go in say hi, and then leave before his parents knew he had even left. When he went inside, it was just the brothers, looking as amazing as always. And Kevin was there. <laughs> <laughs> you do him so dirty. So? Joe asked, sounding kind of impatient. I was just expecting more people, Danny said, looking around. The cafe looked smaller with all the lights off. They'll be here later, Kevin said. What? should we do? Danny asked, trying not to sound nervous as he walked past them deeper into the cafe. Don't worry, Joe said, hugging him from behind and kissing his neck. <laughs> oh, that, that escalated? Danny tensed up for a second and then relaxed. As in the kettle across from himself, he could see his eyes turn green for a second, and suddenly he felt embarrassed. Joe smirked, then continued, I would never hurt you, this time trailing kisses down his neck. Danny had a secret. Not that secret. The reason he could get Sam back was because he couldn't go ghost. Or at least he couldn't on his own. These brothers were getting him closer to ghosting than he had been for a... Nick ran his hands through Danny's jet black hair and kissed Danny on the lips. 
It was too much. All caps. <laughs> All caps. Danny not only had gone ghost, but it also transported to the ghost zone right to the feet of Sam. Danny, I'm so sorry. I'm such an idiot, she said, wrapping her feminine body around him. How did you do it? Danny gulped as he tried to work past the pure passion he had just experienced. A mocha cocoa coffee on the house. Cute! Right? So, is he actually into Sam? I, I need I need more. I need a chapter two. <laughs> okay. Basically. Yeah, what's the author's interpretation of this? Did he have a sexual experience with these three boys? He did. Okay. And he loved it, but I think that it was what he needed. Mm. I think he loved Sam, but he needed, like, something else. Was like, she actually trapped in the ghost dimension, though? Yeah. Okay. He couldn't ghost that was the whole thing. Like, he actually physically couldn't get her. So ghosting isn't a metaphor. It's a metaphor, but also a real thing. So he couldn't go ghost. Like, it's okay. like... So did they make him come? Yeah. Okay. He came early. Okay. By ghosting. And that's he... how he got transported. I thought... Oh, okay. Because you told me that this story was about erectile dysfunction. But, like, because he... But so in... he couldn't do it on his own. He couldn't get to... He couldn't ghost on his own. Okay, okay. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. It all makes sense now. It's real clear. <laughs> There'll be a diagram for our viewers on the uh, <laughs> Unstable Universe's... Uh, Pinecast um, page. Pinecast page and on our Facebook page. Oh, yeah. Hey, Alana, mm -hmm. if people want to see more from you or see you at all... We're not done yet. Oh. We have the second segment of our two-segment show. Which I've been on before. Coming up. Right now, it's the random 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 generator. Drum roll. Okay. Okay. Is it a lot? I'm excited, personally. What's next? Okay. Fandom A is Gossip Girl. Oh my god. Fandom B is Lilo and Stitch. Oh my god. And the tag is Mutant School. Which is great because Lilo and Stitch already has mutants in it. Yeah. I'm going to explain what Gossip Girl is. Okay. Gossip Girl is a very long-running TV show about the kids of the Upper East Side mm. of New York City. So they all go to prep school. They're all freaking rich. But it mainly follows Dan, who's... His dad's like a retired rock star who now owns a art gallery... And he goes to this really fancy, uptight private school with his sister. But he's, like, the poorest one there. So it just kind of follows the antics. And the entire time, there's this person called Gossip Girl who kind of follows them around, essentially stalking them, and then releasing their secrets to the public whenever it shit happens to basically ruin their lives. I still haven't seen it, but I got it spoiled for me on... Uh, I think it was a few days ago, like yeah. Saturday. Who Gossip Girl is, which is impressive because it's been off the air for like 10 years. Because I kind of guessed jokingly and everyone's like, yeah, that's who it is. I'm like, well, no. Well, it's kind of obvious who it is. We're what? not going to ruin it. What? I don't think it's obvious. <laughs> Do you want to explain what Lilo and Stitch is? Lols. Sorry. Yes, I'd love to. 
Uh, so Lilo and Stitch happens on Hawaii, uh, where a small alien creature lands and uh, he befriends a small um, Hawaiian gal, little girl, and mm-hmm. the antics that follow it. So there's like some people who are looking for this alien. They try and clone the alien, and then another, and then it creates Leroy. Okay. Anyway, basically, <laughs> alien crashes on Hawaii, meets up with a little girl. The antics ensue of them, not only her trying to go through her own life, but the alien trying to adjust to human life. Yeah, and she lives with her sister. Yeah, who's a lot older. Yeah, who's like basically her mom. Yeah. yeah. Wait, I thought it was her mom. No, it's her sister. Oh wow. Yeah. Prep, good for her. Mm-hmm. And then Mutant School. Which I think is, like, X-Men. <laughs> yeah, essentially X-Men. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're mutants, and they're, they go to school. Yeah. Which I love. It's great. It's I'm just excited to see Lilo and Stitch Send in. me some good Mutant School animes or TV shows or anything, because that's all i care about me or just our viewers just our listeners our listeners sorry and our viewers they can't <laughs> see us but if they wanted to see us where could they go they can first go check out our facebook page we have a wonderful event there because we're doing a live show Ooh. next monday or i guess this coming monday by the time this comes out yeah live may and- 28th live and unstable at 10 p.m at the social capital theater three fan fictions three writers three ways to view yeah we're live streaming as well but there's gonna be some stand-up as well so i definitely come check it out in the seats tickets are five dollars and it's going to be an amazing show. We got some amazing writers. We'll check out our Facebook page for all the information for our writers and everything. Yeah, and our fandoms to get you excited because yeah. this isn't going out until Thursday. Yeah, exactly. So our fandoms are X Men, Indiana Jones, in and a cyberpunk. cyberpunk. I'm really excited for me to see. Me too. It's going to be a mess. What are you talking about? It's going to be so like easy. a mess in the best way. I don't think it will. I think that like literally just do Blade Runner, but he has a whip. I've never seen Blade Runner. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> but yeah, so check that out. And if you want to see anything else that we've done, check out our Facebook page at Unstable Universes, our Twitter at Unpodcast. If you want to read either my fic or Luke's fic, I'll put it up. Oh. I'll be nice. Okay, you don't have to. <laughs> if you want to read either of our fics, you can check us out at either AO3, archive of our own.com, or fanfiction.net under the username Unstable Universes. And if you want to send in your fic, you can send it to us at unstableuniverses at gmail.com. Or send the link to any of our social media. We'll check it out. You might be featured on the next episode. Yeah. I'm Luke Peters. And I'm Alana Hopper. Thanks. Thanks so much for listening. Have a great day. Have a great day.